Welcome to The Swolistic Show. I'm your host, Jesse Lockhart, a realtor turned holistic health coach and personal trainer. I'm obsessed with empowering you to make yourself a priority so you can transform your health, your body, and your life through holistic-based practices. Get ready for inspirational stories and actionable advice to start living your own swolistic life. Now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to the Swolistic Show, you guys. Thank you for tuning into the show today. I am not going to beat around the bush. We are just going to dive right into today's content here on the show. So I am going to be breaking down the exact steps that I took to start healing my body back in late 2020, early 2021. I'm also going to share what I wish I would have done, as well as kind of share what I do now that I'm kind of, you know, two whole years into this journey, which I don't know if it is weird for you guys, but I am still in this camp of oh my gosh, I can't believe 2021 was two years ago. It still feels like it was last year when in reality, like, it's 2023. 2021 was two years ago now. So just kind of weird. Anyway, my intention in sharing this with you is that wherever you are in your holistic health journey, whether you've started it, been on it longer than I have, or are even just wanting to get started, that this really helps you feel less alone and maybe even gives you some ideas that you can implement into your own lifestyle. Now, I truly believe that health is a journey, not a destination. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that this list will continue to evolve and change with me as I go through life and continue to just learn about holistic health and more about my own body. Also, before we get started, I just want to provide this gentle reminder to always listen to your own body and that this is certainly not any type of medical advice. This is just me simply sharing my own experience and my own knowledge in the research that I've done. So there you have it. Let's go ahead and just dive right in. So first, I want to share exactly what I did. Like, this is what I started doing to start healing my own body. The first thing that I did really was I got some testing done. I got food sensitivity and hormone testing done in late 2020. Got those results back in December of 2020. But really what pushed me to getting this testing done in the first place was I started noticing common symptoms that I was dealing with nearly every single day. These were things like headaches and bloating, upset stomach, gut dysfunction, and cystic acne, which the acne really took me by surprise because I had not really dealt with acne as like a teenager you know, every now and then, sure, I had a pimple or whatever, but not the kind of acne that I was dealing with. So I knew that something was off. And I feel really blessed because I went straight to a naturopathic doctor to help me find the root cause of these symptoms versus going through the conventional Western medicine system, being passed around, being prescribed medications. And so I feel very blessed in that I went straight to a naturopath to find 
the root cause of what was going on. And it was through this testing that I was made known of my hormonal imbalances. I had sky-high cortisol levels. I had thyroid dysfunction and a laundry list of food sensitivities. And this was also when I learned that I was dealing with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition of the thyroid. And this is really just where all of the work began. So getting that testing done, getting the results back from that naturopath, she provided me with, you know, a list of things that I could start doing to make these lifestyle changes, some of which I'm about to share with you. Now, the next thing that I did was I started removing endocrine disruptors from my home and my lifestyle. So endocrine disruptors are things like false fragrance, which you guys don't even get me started on false fragrance. It is so bad. Like, this is literally the first thing I tell my clients to start doing when we start working together is to purge their false fragrance. We could have probably a whole separate episode on false fragrance, but that's not what we're here to talk about. So endocrine disruptors, false fragrance, BPA linings in canned foods, as well as BPA in different like plastic food containers, plastic cups, plastic water bottles. I started getting rid of all of that from my house. So I went through my pantry. I did a huge purge of our canned goods. And I like turned everything around, looked on the back to see if it had a BPA lining or not. If it did, I put it in a box. We donated the box and I just went through and purged my entire pantry. I also replaced our food storage containers with glass ones, which they actually really aren't that crazy expensive, you guys. You can find them on Amazon or I've even purchased some from Costco. And I also stopped handling store receipts. Yep, so those receipts that you get at the store, they have a plastic coating on them that can disrupt your hormones. Like, how freaking crazy is that? So I will usually have the attendant, either the cashier put the receipt in the bag directly, or I'll just, like, take it and hold it, like, with the two fingers and then throw it away. Like, I don't deal with those receipts. I don't keep them or anything like that. They go they go in the trash. Now, I don't know that if I already had like a stainless steel cup or if I bought one for this exact purpose, but the next thing that I started doing was drinking water in a stainless steel cup. Like I had a Yeti and now I eventually graduated to my Stanley cup. And especially because, you know, I had just thrown out all of our plastic cups. We didn't have anything to drink out of besides our coffee mugs. So I started drinking water out of a stainless steel cup, plus I like ice cold water anyway, so using a cup like that just made sense. And this didn't actually happen immediately, but we also eventually invested in a countertop reverse osmosis system. So the one that we have is AquaTrue, and I won't lie, it is a few hundred dollar investment. Like, it's not cheap, but it has been worth every single penny to know that the water we're drinking is properly filtered because clean water is such a huge thing for our bodies as well. There's another water filter out there that I've heard of. It's called Clearly Filtered. And honestly, a quick Google search on either of those names, AquaTrue or Clearly Filtered, will lead you right to their websites where you can do more research and order something if you're in a position to do so. 
Now, the next thing that I started doing was I did my very best to start avoiding the foods that I was sensitive to, just eliminating them from my diet. This included things like gluten and dairy, as well as some other random foods like tomatoes and coffee. I actually wrote down on my phone in my notes app the entire list of foods that I knew I really needed to avoid so that anytime I was meal prepping, writing a list for the grocery store, or even at the grocery store, I knew what not to buy. And I was not the best at this. I will admit it every single day the rest of my life. This I was not the best at this. And it was probably the hardest part for me, especially because at that time, RJ hadn't done testing yet to see what he was sensitive to. So it was almost like we were trying to compensate for two different diets. But in reality, I was relearning how to prepare and cook food because I did not come from a gluten and dairy-free home. So having to relearn those skills, having to teach myself this new thing, and just the entire learning process of what has gluten and dairy in it, right? Things like soy sauce, like soy sauce has gluten in it, right? It has wheat in it and mayo has dairy in it. And so just different things like that, I had to learn and really start to rely on reading ingredients lists to really be able to avoid the foods that I was sensitive to. And then the last thing that I I was doing among all of these different changes was I did my best to keep up with my strength training routine. It was a struggle during the first half of 2021, but eventually I did commit to that bodybuilding prep and it became a huge part of my overall wellness routine. I really feel like in that bodybuilding experience, I learned so much about strength training, even though I had been lifting for a long time. But I just, you know, you guys hear me talk about it all the time, about how important strength training is, how necessary it is, how important our muscles are for our overall wellness. So I cannot overemphasize the importance of strength training as well as a, as a way of healing your body. And this means cutting back on the cardio, ladies, cutting back on the cardio, cutting back on your HIIT classes, and really focusing on strength training. I promise will do you a world of good. So those are all the things that I did right away. The testing, removing endocrine disruptors, drinking water from a stainless steel cup, and then eventually the reverse osmosis system, avoiding my food sensitivities, and then continuing to exercise through strength training. Now I want to share with you a few things that I wish I would have done from the get-go. And this is me being incredibly genuine, being able to look back over the last two years and see objectively what I could have done. So first thing, I wish I would have started with something small and then built up my habits from there instead of feeling like I had to do it all at once. This became a huge mind game for me. I would feel bad for eating foods I was sensitive to or missing the gym, and I would just kind of end up in this mindset spiral. I really believe this is what caused me to ultimately let go of the gym habit that I had built during the entire year of 2020, and I really just fell out of it for the first half of 2021, just feeling super overwhelmed with all the things I had to do, and I wasn't doing them right, I wasn't doing them consistently, And just, it really, really took a toll on my mindset. 
The next thing that I wish I would have done is hire a holistic health coach or something like that, like someone in the holistic space to really just help hold my hand through all of these changes and provide some type of structure. Now, don't get me wrong, the naturopath that I went to provided like a list, right? A list of things that I could start doing, most of which were covered in that last section. However, it was, here's a list of things you can start doing. Let's follow up in 30, in three months, in 90 days. And so between that first, you know, visit, results, results visit, and, you know, the second follow-up, you're on your own, it feels like. And so I wish that I would have hired some type of coach. And honestly, I just didn't know better at the time, really. But I wish I would have hired someone in the holistic space. I don't know who that would have been, but just somebody (laughs) to help me and guide me through those changes and provide some type of structure in a very like bite-sized amount. Because this definitely coincides with the whole starting small thing because I was really on my own trying to figure it all out. And it was just, it was really, really hard. And I truly believe in the value of coaches, especially those who have their own experience in the same thing that I'm dealing with. But I mean, coaches will provide you with some structure, accountability, and support while you're make while you make your way through this journey. And there is no doubt in my mind that if I would have hired a coach from the beginning, I probably wouldn't have struggled so much and could have started seeing results a lot quicker than what I actually did. Now, the next thing that I wish I would have started doing from the get-go is prioritized more walking. Now, walking is seriously one of the most underrated forms of exercise, therapy, and just overall healing modality. I love that hot girl walks are a thing right now because, you guys, they are seriously so good for us. Getting outside, in the sun, moving your body, and breaking a little sweat are all amazing healing tools. And honestly, if you aren't in a position to strength train for whatever reason, I believe that you could start to see amazing results if you implemented daily walks into your routine instead. And then, of course, move into strength training because it is important. But walking is so good for you and it is so underrated. But I really wish that I would have prioritized more walks at the beginning of my journey, especially when we lived at our previous house and in that neighborhood. Because while I love the location of our house right now, in general, it's just not that great for taking walks. Like I have walked before. I've seen some sketchy stuff. I just don't feel comfortable walking by myself in and around my house and neighborhood. So kind of like, man, I wish I had that old neighborhood where I could walk around and feel comfortable, right? Okay, and then the last few things I want to cover with you in this episode are things that I also do now to promote healing in my body. First thing is I track my cycle and I sync my workouts and my work life to my cycle. To be fair, I've been tracking my cycle since, you know, years ago, like before I first got testing done in 2020. So this habit isn't specifically new, but I have learned more about what's going on in my body during each phase of my cycle and I am much more aware of it. 
Now, I track my cycle for multiple reasons. First, we aren't trying to get pregnant right now, and I'm not on birth control, so that's a first good reason to track your cycle. And like I mentioned, I like to sync my workouts and my work life to my cycle as well. If you guys remember, we just talked about this in episodes 10 and 11. So if for whatever reason you haven't listened to those episodes, please go back and listen to both of them, starting with 10, moving into 11, because I dive so much deeper into this there. Another thing that I do now is I dry brush almost every morning. Now, dry brushing is literally the exact thing that it says. Dry brushing your body with a brush while it's dry. (laughs) There are so many great benefits to this practice, such as exfoliating your skin, increasing blood circulation, providing lymphatic support, stimulating your nervous system, and potentially reducing cellulite. Now, I'll link a a blog post that dives deeper into dry brushing, how to do it, why it's beneficial, and more in the show notes, as well as the dry brush that I use from Amazon, which is only $9, and there's two of them in there. So check the show notes, check out that blog post. It's really informative. Another thing that I do now is I try to get as much natural light in the morning and as much sunlight as I can during the day. Now, morning sunlight is so essential for our circadian rhythm and cortisol levels, Exposing your eyes to sunlight first thing in the morning can help stimulate those processes, giving you more energy and helping you sleep better at night. Now, I won't lie, this has been tough this winter because of the dark mornings, but I have looked into getting like one of those natural sunlight alarm clocks to assist with this because I believe in the power of it. But man, during the summer, there was nothing better to me than waking up at literally like 5.30 or 6 a.m., walking outside. It's light outside. It's warm because we're in Arizona and it's the summertime and it's just like the perfect time of day. So I'm, you know, excited for the sun to be out a lot longer. And I, like I mentioned, I try to get sunlight during the day as well, not just in the morning. So what I've been doing lately is I will actually eat my lunch outside We have like a camp chair (laughs) and I'll just literally go sit in the camp chair, take my plate or bowl or whatever outside and sit in the sun and eat. And it's really only about 10 minutes of exposure, right? Because I'm not, you know, eating for 30 minutes or something like that. Or when I'm on a break, when I need a work break, I'll go outside and walk around our pool in the sun. Again, sunlight is really good for us, really helps with our vitamin D levels and all of that stuff. And last but certainly not least, I love helping my body naturally detox through sweating from exercise and sitting in the dry sauna at the gym. Sweating is, again, you guessed it, so good for our bodies, you guys. Get over the fact that you feel like it's gross and just embrace your body's natural ability to detox itself through sweating. So I want you to also note before you like get into a dry sauna or really start any type of like detoxing method or pathway or whatever, it is important to open up your body's drainage pathways by supporting your lymphatic system like with dry brushing before participating in these in these detox methods. It's like trying to pour water down a drain, but the drain is clogged 
it's not really going to do anything except end up overflowing the sink, which is the same thing that it's doing with your system. So we need to make sure that we're supporting your body in those ways before you like do some type of massive detox thing. Now, honestly, like I feel like I could add another section of things that I want to start implementing, but I feel like that'd be way too much for this episode. So, hey, episode idea for the future, right? And again, you guys, this is my own personal experience. I hope that you found it helpful in some way, whether this is a roadmap of how to get started maybe, or just things that you can start implementing into your own daily life. I would love to hear what you loved about this episode. So please come find me on Instagram, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. And always remember, you guys, you deserve to make yourself a priority. I will talk with you next week. Thank you for spending your time with me in today's show. I truly appreciate you so much. To learn more about training with the Soulistic Co., check the show notes to learn more about our available programs or to schedule a call with me to get started. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Lockhart and at Team Soulistic. I hope you have the best day ever and I'll chat with you next week.